The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Hi, I'm Helen Peacock, and I'm a spiritual medium, and welcome to Spirit Chat. My mission and passion is to bring comfort and validations that your loved ones are still with you once they have crossed over to the other side. I'm a messenger and a bridge between you and the spirit world. On this podcast, I will be sharing and demonstrating how I connect with spirit. I will also be helping you to develop your own intuition so that you can strengthen your very own connection with your loved ones. I will also have some great guests and chat about the spirit world as well as sharing my readings with people. The afterlife is a celebration, and your loved ones are still with you and willing to communicate. So yes, the conversations continue. Now let's get started. Hello, friends. I am your host, and welcome to Spirit Chat. In this second episode, I connect with a dad whose daughter, Linda, is holding on to stuff. And I really like the messages that he gives to help her. They're very powerful to move forward on her journey. And at the very end, she gets a really nice visit from her mom. And I would like to call that the icing on the cake. Just a perfect way to wrap up the session. The name of this episode, I like to call it Let It Be. I really hope you enjoy this episode. I apologize ahead of time. I'm in a townhouse complex. And the landscapers are out. So they're making some noise. And no matter where I am in my house, (laughs) we may pick that up in the Zoom recording. The other reason why I like to Zoom record is because you're not going to remember everything. And so there may be some aha moments or you may be a messenger for someone else or things may not make sense right now, but may make sense later. Um, So, and you've never had a session like this. So just trust that you're going to receive what you need to receive from the session. I don't control who comes forward. It's who needs to come forward. When they come forward, it's things that you need to know, not what you want to know. So that's where I would say, just leave your expectations at the door. But I don't sense that you have that, but I just need to say it anyway. Okay. Um, Also keep in mind too, we may just have one that will come through and give messages or we may have a whole family reunion. Um, And you could also have someone that you've gone to school with that may want to drop in or someone from work that may want to drop in. So there's always that or you're a messenger for another family member, there's always that as well, okay? Um, Just trying to feel. So when you say, um, when your dad passed and you said there was that feeling of bitterness, are you just, is it the the bitterness or the anger of the fact that he left you? No. Okay, so where are you holding? Where are you holding this bitterness? I'm upset at the medical system for mm-hmm. how things happened. He didn't need to suffer needlessly. Okay. And um, I, I'm a little bit disappointed for my father that before he passed away, he had wanted a few things 
for his family, his his uh, his offspring. Yeah, he's worried about my brother a lot, and uh, worried about my uh, one of my sisters, and he always asked me for advice and how do I fix things and how and I wish that I had helped him a little bit more. Okay, so that's where the guilt is coming in. So not right. bitterness. I'm going to say guilt. Yes. And okay. that is perfectly normal. Everything that you're feeling, everything that you're experiencing, Linda, is perfectly normal. So there's nothing wrong with that. But I am going to say um, that when it comes to our loved ones, when they're in transition, uh, when they're, you know, they, they basically just crossed over into another dimension. That's all it is, right? right? So they're right. still with us, just in a different way. Um, I do have them here. I do feel him. Um but understand too that again, when they cross over, everything that happened here in the physical realm no longer means anything to them where they are now. Okay. They, they, it's in a, they're like in a state of love. But here's the thing: they see things differently. They see it from your point of view, from your siblings' point of view, the medical point of view, all of that, and so. You mentioned something about things being dispersed to siblings and things like that. They don't care. They are not attached to anything material at all. Means nothing to them. Do you understand when I say that? It does. Right? And I feel like your dad wants to say to you, let it go. Just let it go. The whole medical profession, I'm not pleased with the whole medical profession myself but it is what it is. And everything happens for a reason. I'm sure you've heard this time and time again. He needed to go through that. Perhaps you needed to go through it to learn something about yourself because you were triggered by the outcome near the end before his passing. So it's a matter of you. And remember, this is as, as a collectiveness. Everything about the, our governments, the medical system, yep. the pharmaceutical system, that is everything brought together by the collective, because we've been all in the last two years, especially have been focusing and focusing. And what's happened is we've put all that energy into that corruption and we've expanded on it. We've made it even worse because we've put all our focus into it. So I really sense this with your dad and it's like, okay, I just got the song played in my head by the Beatles. Let it be. Okay. Let it be. You, you're carrying so much, Linda. It's it's like wearing you down. But it you is. chose this. You chose this role. May I ask you why? Why I chose this role? Yes. To I take on this huge responsibility, to be the rock of the family. Why did you choose this role? I have no idea. Think about it. Just let yourself feel it. I just wanted things to be to be in the right place, to be good, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like being in control. I guess, yeah. And things happened out of your control. There's nothing that you could do about it. It was out of oh. your control. And that hence why the emotion is that much more stronger because uh, when it comes to things like that, it's like setting boundaries and limitations and expectations. And so when you have so many expectations, what do expectations lead to? A lot of disappointments. Thank you. 
So it's learning. Okay. There was also words left undone between you and your dad. Was um, he not able to? Was he not able to speak? He didn't say much at the end, which was disappointing. Yeah. Okay, and so that's that's the energy around my throat, right? So I feel like to me, for my library, your loved ones know this. Whenever I get this around my throat, it's to indicate not enough words were said, miscommunication, lack of communication, or there was problems in the throat area where he was not able to speak. Um, and I do sense some regrets around that with your dad, uh, the would is and the should is and the could is. So instead of you with the would is and the should is, it's him that's making, he's showing this to me and there's regrets about that. Um, again, expectations, hoping for some words, hoping for more of a communication and answers for things that you did not receive. It's almost like now, remember, this is my interpretation. So I may not necessarily be bang on, but hopefully I'll come close to whatever it is your dad wants me to say to you. But was there a sense with him, like even just through his whole life? Um, I keep hearing the word responsibility. It's almost like he didn't want to take on everybody's responsibility or take on some form of responsibility. Well, he, he, um, my dad survived my mom's death 21 years ago. And since then he, he became the glue, I guess, for the family. And he was, he was, he was responsible. He was mm -hmm. you know, on top of everything, everybody. A big responsibility. So, yeah. and I'm also hearing for him that his vessel was ready to go. Like he was ready. He was ready to go because of his body because of his yes. vessel because right. you know once that went downhill there, he's like I don't want it's almost like I don't want to be a burden for everybody I'm I want to go yes he did succumb he did but and he, he did didn't know and he didn't know how to articulate that without disappointing you and other loved ones the other siblings do you see do you see where I'm going with that yes so it's yeah. almost like not purposely but it's almost like he was shutting he shut down yeah, he, he just confirmed that. He did. And for you to not take it personally, it had nothing to do with you. It had nothing to do with any other family members. It was just his choice. May have not been the best choice, but in that particular moment for him, it was. It's all, all it's like he didn't know how to say goodbye. Wow, that Either. one just, he just didn't know how to say goodbye without hurting his family. Okay. Please tell me that makes sense to you. It does. It sounds like my father. But there's so much love, like he's just opening up my heart for everyone. And I just feel like, did was there a fairly large family? Yeah, we're four. We're four. Uh, offspring and he had okay uh, and are you are, are, okay and are you like like are you by yourself and then there's a clump of other siblings somewhere yes. else yes and I'm so do you both. and do you feel kind of left out kind of left behind because you're here and they're there i do 
but you realize on an energetic level, you're not separated. You're together. You understand that, right? Because yes. he makes me feel like no matter where you are, no matter where your siblings are, and he makes me feel that you're a tight knit family that you communicate. You communicate very well. Um, is it is it three sisters and a son and a, and a boy and a yes. uh, male? Okay. Yes. It's quite funny as well. I feel like he's he's trying to come through and make this light now. He's like, okay, that was all dark. <laughs> yeah. That was he all. always had a sense of humor. And I feel like that. Like, I feel like there was this, okay, now that we've got the serious things out of the way, it's like he kind of wants to make it lighter because I'm feeling such a huge shift. Do you understand this? Yes, I do. Okay. So I'm just going to ask you, because I like to do a little check-in. How are you feeling right now, just in this moment? How are you feeling in this moment? I feel uh, like some uh, i have some answers okay good um and again i can only give you what i'm receiving and, and it doesn't have to make sense to me as long as it makes sense to you so it does um it does. and i and i want that closure for you but more importantly it's hoping you're receiving the closure closure of uh things that were left undone not i don't mean closure as in the closure between you and your dad because right. there's no closure no. if you choose no. that right because right. we we all know well not all of us know but uh, you can still continue the relationship with your father, but just in a different way. Right. And I also feel like, and I know he he played that song for me to to relate to you, Let It Be by the Beatles. Um, but I also feel like he would use music with you or music was important. It was um, important to in him. his life. And um, so I feel like going forward for you that um, that he would, use music as 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 a sign for you as a message to you so it's it's being aware of certain songs being played when you're not expecting it right it will show up in your energetic field and it's like that's my dad oh i needed to hear those words or you i needed to hear that song in this particular moment because i've actually had that i've had a few moments like okay that so that's what he's so that's where he's confirming and validating that it was yes. him so okay. you weren't going crazy or okay. making things up, but he is actually uh, validating that for you. Okay. And so he does make me feel that you'll be opening up more to this. Um, but he feels just sadness from you as well. Like he feels how much you miss him because I, I do feel he was a very, he is, not was, is a very important part of everyone's life through all his siblings. That's um, very, very important. And for you to continue, like to continue your relationship with him just in a different way, if that makes any sense. Yes. I'm also hearing for you to, to reach out to your siblings when you're feeling a little emotional or if those, if those memories come up in regards to the last few days or the last few weeks of what happened when before he passed, it's like reach out to them and just say, I need to release this. And because I feel like, um, your sisters especially are a soundboard for you, if that makes yeah. any sense. Like yeah. they will help you to navigate through all of this. And that what you're going through, I'm going to reiterate it again, that it's very normal what you're going through. Very, very normal. normal. Okay. Be patient with your renovations or the house that's being built, or I'm not quite sure what, what's that about but I'm hearing for you to be patient with, with that. 
And I am hearing that your needs will be met. Just be patient. I feel like I'm, I got a feeling your mom might be coming in because I just all of a sudden I just feeling this void a bit. And would it make sense? Like, I feel like, like I want to place your dad up front, but then I kind of want to bring him back the energy between you and your, between your mom and your dad. Cause even th there's that sense that your mom's been passed for a long time, but your dad being the rock of the family as well. Was. Do you still communicate with your mom? Like, do you still? I talk to her. Yeah. She's never answered. She probably has. You're just not aware how. Because our loved ones still try to communicate. But if you're new to all of this, then you don't know how to know when the signs are there. Um, and then that, I'm not putting you down in that sense at all. Like, oh, no, that's why I do what I do to help my clients to see, to know when your loved ones are trying to communicate with you. Um, and the more you start observing the communication, the signs of how they're trying to communicate with you, the more... This like the stronger this I want to say like a skill it is kind of like a skill then the stronger the connection but it's all about your awareness and again I feel like I want to go back to your siblings to help you with that we're not we have a good great relationship it's not a bad relationship no no Just I'm not I do feel yeah I do feel alone because I am alone here yes and you know we get together but it's difficult for me it's I think okay. it's harder for me than it is for them but they are you the oldest yes okay and that's hence the responsibility of taking care of everyone um but they look up to you I feel like they do I feel like they really reach out to you like you are an integral part of their of their relationships all of them I do sense that um but to re and I feel like your dad's like remind her of that remind her of that right and you can communicate this way as well I'm pretty sure you must I still feel that strong sense of bond, but you don't have to keep taking on the responsibility of being the eldest. You don't need that. And you don't need to play that role anymore. And I do sense that from your mom because my energy is being pushed to the right. So whenever my energy is being pushed to the right, that means the mom figure, my okay. dad's over here. So because I'm being pushed to the right, as soon as I said that, it's like your mom, it's like you are the mom of the family. And she says, you don't know, you don't need to play that role. You just don't need to. You don't need to take on that responsibility and, and living for you. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So when are you going to start doing that? I'm trying. <laughs> My parents always told me that even when they were alive, because I am a mother hen and uh, yeah. you know, I did, I do a lot for my kids, my grandkids now and uh they always said I did too much. So I do know that. I'm trying yeah. hard. So at least life you're aware has, of it. Yes. Well, life has a way of uh, making you uh, be aware. I was diagnosed with cancer last year. So I'm taking uh, care of myself, better care of myself. Well, I was just about to say that. I was just about to say, so when are you going to start doing things for just Linda and nobody right. else? Right. And it's a matter of, and this is part of my library whenever I get shown this is, you know, when you're on an airplane, the oxygen mask would drop down. You got your kids beside you. What's the first thing the mom wants to do with that mask? Yeah, is take care of the kid, but you have to take care of yourself first. Right? Yeah. And that's where you're at right now, Linda. Right, right, right. You see where I'm going with that? Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's, and, yeah. it, and, and here's the thing, is not feeling guilty 
for doing things for you first, before your kids, before your husband, before anybody else. You need to refuel your tank. You need to fill up your cup. I hear you. It's hard, but I'm going to do my best. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> doing it for you. Yeah. And this is going to sound a little out there, but when you mentioned that you were diagnosed with cancer, do you love your cancer for showing up? Um, no, it's put me through a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, it has changed the way I look at things. So Thank I you. guess for that, I have to be grateful. And that's one of the reasons why it's well, in your a vessel. In the, it's a big kick in the butt, I'll tell mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I've heard that people are grateful for things like that showing up yep. in their life. And uh, when disease comes in to our vessel, a lot of it is attracted to you, brought to you because of your thoughts. Right. Um, and I'm going to share something with you, whether it resonates with you or not, but it's just to kind of give you a better idea of what I'm trying to say to you is if you think way, way, way back in the day, how we didn't have breast cancer. If you, if you notice in the last, what, 50 years, 70 years, yes. more and more as we progress, how more women are obtaining yes. cancer. Do you know why? It's because, well, think of it, self-love and self-care. That's the heart, self-love, self-care. Right. What are women now doing just like yourself? What are women doing? Yeah, they're working hard and taking care of their careers, their families, and they're last. So they're putting themselves last. They're not doing the self-love and the self-care. Where is the heart located? Right, near your breast, right. See where I'm going? Yeah. That's energy. Your body is always trying to speak to you. So certain ailments and certain injuries will show up in your body because your body is intelligent. It's trying to show you something about yourself. Mm -hmm. So if you can accept and love the cancer for showing up, because it means I need to take care of myself. Linda needs to take care of herself. Put her needs first. Your self-worth, self-love, self-forgiveness. Right. For others, but mostly for yourself first. And loving that cancer and visualize where it is and with sending it lots of love and say, thank you for showing up. Now off you go. Away you go. As my saying goes, fuck off with love. <laughs> <laughs> right? You showed up. You showed me the lesson. Thank you. Now I release you. Now get out of here. Love. So it's out with, the, out with the old and now making room for the new, the new thoughts, the new feelings, the new words. And especially when you walk around and you say, I have cancer, then you're telling your body that you're owning the cancer. It will stay with you because that's what you're projecting out into the quantum field. So now it's like, no, this is not a part of me anymore. It's not who I am anymore. That does not exist. Thank you. Off you go. And uh, so- I I think that's a good point. Uh, I have to, uh, I can't have for it you to sit with. It. Yeah. You know, and it's healing yourself. It's healing that. So whereabouts is the cancer in you? It was in my breast. Thank you. Yeah. I, I had a, I, I've had a mastectomy and mm -hmm. reconstructive surgery. 
and you learned so much about yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a, uh, it's been a tough two years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a huge shift, a huge energetic shift within you. Yeah. And did you notice the support, the love and the support yeah. that yes. needed to come to you because you were always the one that was always being there for everyone else? Right. No, I did. Everyone was in- incredible. So a blessing, yes. Yeah, yes, it was a blessing. I am grateful for so mm-hmm. much. Just, I guess, uh, my dad passing away at this time it was something unexpected for all of us. And, and I just wasn't happy about that. I'm not happy about it. I'm sad. I miss him a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's normal. And no was- said he- Yeah, go ahead. So it's only been within a year since he's passed? He's pa- he passed away July 27th. So July, so August, September. It's about two months. November. Okay, wow. So it's still very, very, very fresh. Yes, wow. very fresh. He was diagnosed in February and he passed away in July. Okay. Can I just say something? Yeah. Hold on a second. I've connected with your father several times is your siblings in florida yes you're julie's sister yes (laughs) you're julie's sister i just got shown the storm like i just got shown florida and i'm like i guess and i'm like i'm hearing julie and i'm like okay wow she's my sister she's my little sister yes yes Yes. And I was just actually looking at her photo. She posted something on Instagram. Yes. yes. Um, with her coworker or something. Yeah. That's her and I uh, communicate very well. We are on the same playing field. Yes. Okay. So that's why your siblings and okay. Yes. So, you know, listen to Julie, listen to Julie, right? Cause she's tapped right in there. She's really tapped in there. Um, yeah. Cause I'm just I'm like, I'm hearing like your dad, this is my first rodeo. It's like, I think I've channeled him on three or four times now, but it's amazing how he comes in differently with all the, with your siblings, because you all have different relationships with him. Right. Right. And especially you being the rock of the family. Right. That's why all the, all the more reason where he's like, you don't need to play that role anymore. Right. Well, how does that make you feel to let go of being the rock of the family? How does that make you feel? It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard, even though I'm far out, we all, we are a close family and, uh, I was always involved. It just, um, it's hard and we all do. Of course, uh, everybody, every family is the same. Every relationship is different yeah. with me. He didn't worry about me so much because I'm, I have, my life is different. It's settled mm-hmm. and what have you. And with the siblings, you know, one is divorced, the other one's not settled. The other, so everybody, he worried more about others. Exactly, exactly. And that's why he he does make it more about the kids and not him, because that's right. how he was. Because the essence of him is still the same. So it's right. worrying, always worrying, worrying, right. worrying. And right. then you've taken that on. You've always taken that on. And you played the mother role when your mom passed away. You took over that role. And so that's why he keeps saying, let that go. Everyone's on their journey. Everyone needs to go what they're going through. And by you having to worry about them all the time, you're, you're just expanding it even more for them. It's a matter of you stepping back and trusting everything's happening for them the way that it should. It's unfolding the way that it should for each of them and just loving them for where they are at and not worrying about them. 
How does that make you feel? It, it makes me feel like uh, I got to get down and, 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 and let go a little bit. Seriously. Mm -hmm. I know yeah. I do. Mm -hmm. So now <laughs> you're already ahead of the game because you now you're aware of it. Ooh. <coughs> Did he smoke? I can't remember if he smoked or not. Many years ago when he was younger. <laughs> okay. So you're by yourself and all of a sudden you get a big whiff of smoke, tobacco smell. Who's visiting you? My father, but he okay. hasn't smoked in like- It doesn't matter. Years. You, you, It's in your library that you knew because he's trying to communicate with you. So they like to use their sense of smell. So if that's something that you remember that your dad used to do years ago, and it's a very distinct smell. Does anyone else in your family, your immediate family, does anyone else smoke? Nobody smokes right now, but everyone- Exactly. Smokes. Many years but ago, yes. That's why you'll Not know that thing. smell. That's how you'll know it's your dad because it is a distinct smell. Okay. So when it enters your energetic field, oh, dad's here because of that smell. Okay. Okay. Um. Yes. Oh, that's my coffee maker. That's not. That's okay. This is going to show up here. Um. I was just thinking about coffee, actually. There so you go. That, See? That's weird. Yeah, but that's what I mean. They love technology, right? <laughs> they love technology. They'll play he with was that. a coffee lover, so. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. And so, so when you notice things like that, that's a communication right there. That's a sign saying, I'm here. I am with you in this now moment. And then you go, hey, Jack, thanks for showing up. Want to have a coffee together? And so making light of it, having fun with it. Um, and the more when you're in that energetic field of joy and bliss and being thankful and being grateful, that raises your frequency. So right. when you raise your frequency, you become more aware, right? And so he can lower his frequency. We, we raise ours when we're in that, in that zone. And then there's more of a communication. So when you acknowledge just something like that, then he's like, finally, she knows I'm here. Now I'm going to give her more. Okay. Okay. Right? It's acknowledging the signs. Yes. It's acknowledging yes. that song or seeing his numbers, his birth date showing up all the time. And it's like, oh, dad's here again. Oh, that's dad. And you may go into doubt mode sometimes, and that's perfectly normal. It's like, okay, am I going crazy? Yeah, no. You know, people, you know, when you sense a, a, a movement out of your peripheral, they can do that too, right? Okay. Yes. So yeah, they, they like to communicate in so many different ways. So, so again, it's once you, and again, a sign is not a sign if you're looking for the signs. Just like with your mom, a sign is not a sign if you're looking, right? So it's just getting used to observing, okay, uh, okay, I'm acknowledging what you're receiving and then it builds up it's like a library. Okay. <laughs> you do any form of writing, journaling? Um, no. I wanted to start something, but I haven't. Okay. I sense that that would be very therapeutic for you. Even if you write to your dad and write to your mom, doesn't matter. No one else is going to read it. Just put pen to paper and just let your emotions flow. Okay. Now, I do sense with your mom, when she passed, did you shut down? I did. Okay. Because she's making me feel it's like you closed off. And you're still holding on to that with that relationship with her. <coughs> oh, I'm getting a lot of energy around my throat. 
with her. Was she not able to speak before she passed? She had a heart attack. <laughs> so a lot of words were left undone. And this is the first time I actually don't have anything to drink here. I always have something to drink. Go get some water. I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, thank you. Um, yeah, write to her. Let every emotion come up because there's still a lot of residual that's left undone between you and her. You need to release that, Linda. It's, okay. it's that communication. That's why she's bringing this around my throat is you need to communicate with her. Open up that door. Let the flood gates open. You want to cry, cry. You want to scream because you suppressed this for many years, Linda. Are you willing to let go? Are you willing to release? You're willing to let it come up? I am. I want to. That's, I believe that's part. that was part of your cancer. Because you took on her role. So it's loving yourself, forgiving her for leaving you. How's that make you feel when I say that? Uh, I kind of, I kind of made my own deductions and I, I agree. You have a fresh start starting today. Clean slate starting over as of today, if you wish. Yes. I like to try. Mm -hmm. That's all you can do. But I definitely would like to suggest the journaling. Actually, was thinking of of writing a a gratitude journal, starting with oh, that, that too. Absolutely, I do have a lot to be thankful for. I do mm -hmm. see it, mm -hmm. but it do you just feel it? Gets a little bit uh, hazy, you know. Mm -hmm. And when the emotions come up, especially when you're connecting with your mom, whatever the emotion is, allow it to flow through you. Allow yourself to feel the emotions. Again, out with the old, that density, let it re be released, let it go. So you're making room for the new energy to come in. And you'll notice, cause you'll feel lighter. You'll feel that shift. And then you'll feel a, a, a different kind of energy, a connection with your mom. And I'm gonna say this, Linda, this is not gonna happen overnight. This is gonna be baby steps for you, but enjoy it. In closing, I really hope that you felt the connection between Linda and her dad and how important it was for her to hear the messages. And again, it's just to remind you that a dad is still a dad, even when they cross over. How beautiful is that? And again, to remind you, love never ends, it's just different. If you enjoyed my podcast and would like to have your very own session with me, please visit my website at helenpeacock.ca. And you can also subscribe and follow me on social media. And wherever you are listening from, I would really love it if you could please leave me a review. Thank you again for tuning in. And remember, love never ends. It's just different. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, 
and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.